Right, so, what's, what's it called, this thing? Promoter Mouths. Eh, sorry? Promoter Mouths. Well, and I love it or something, do I? You do love it, yes. Oh, brilliant. yeah, I, I love uh, the mouse, the mouse of mouth podcast. Promoter Mouths. The promos. I love the promos, uh, the promoter mouth podcast. Thank you. It's that time again, Pablo. Episode number 31 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Good evening. Good evening, Kai. How, do- How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. As ever, it's uh, it's Wednesday. We're back to the old Wednesday thing. Yeah, yeah. Nice to hear Barry from Watford there. It is. It's lovely, isn't it? Oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favourites. Uh, one of the funniest uh, things I saw on the internet was him doing the Carpet Right advert. Oh, you, we'll yeah, put yeah. that on the. Uh, I think we've put it on there before, yeah, but yeah, it's but worth putting on again. I, yeah, I've good. watched that over and over and again. I love it. Thank you, Barry from Watford. Uh, bless you. Uh, well, here we are again. Yes. What are we up to this week? Well, um, shall we do a podcast? Shall we do that? So, well, we might as well. Seeing as we're here. Do you remember back in back in last year? When we were like, let's do a podcast, and then then we put it on ice for six months, and then we sort of got round to it, and then let's just do it. And that was December. Yeah, we saw it, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought six, seven months on, we'd be saying, episode number 31 of the Promoter Mouth podcast. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, do you know what? From the first couple of episodes, I sort of knew we'd be here. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. I was sat in the car on the way back from Wisbeach the other day, and I was, and I just said, "Oh, um, Alexa, play the Promoter Mouse podcast," and she just chucked out these random episodes, uh-huh. and I was getting a jolly good drive out of it. It was really nice, and I was thinking, "Oh, some of the early ones were a little bit more upbeat." I don't know. Uh, that's why I said to you, wasn't it? Oh, they were a bit more upbeat. We were probably a bit giddy and excited to be doing it more than what we are. We're a bit more uh, cool for school, aren't we now? A bit more soporific. Mm, I, think, I think we're more terrific. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. We, could, we could make a rap out of that. Yeah. Well, that's as far as it'll go. <laughs> yeah, that is about as far as it'll go. What shall we do first? Shall we do the... Um... Well, I don't know what we should do. Yeah. Do, do you remember we had um, Jeff Whiting on? Yes. Yeah. Um, we should get him now to tell us what's, what we're about to do. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. You know, two, two rival comedy promoters happen to live in uh, the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Uh, rather than beat each other's throats, competing for temporary like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined uh, together uh, with the joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene uh, through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Because obviously everybody knows that I've literally, uh, you know, I mean, I booked Jimmy Carr, I booked Sarah Milligan, all these people who are famous now, they're, they're literally in all my clubs. Yeah, well, thank you very much for that. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, that's that's quite concise for him. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Well, we did write it down for him. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think he must have been busy. Now, he always talks like that, doesn't he? 
Uh, he, when he's when he's reading out statements for the pod, he, he turns into PC plod, yeah. doesn't he? But like you know, that that's the, how he the speed talks. at which he read that was a bit like the speed at which some of my students read. When I say I'll read that, and they'll read just that, and we're going slow down, stop, 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 mm. and then they stop, and then I say read it slower, and then they just read it as quick as they can again. It's not a race. I've got three hours to kill here. I just need you to slow down, kid. <laughs> that's, that's how I do it. Do you know what? Um, I, um, I once went to Slimming World in the school just over the road a couple of years ago, and guess who I saw teaching drama to some of the, uh, the kids in the foyer? Not Jeff Whiting. No, not Jeff Whiting, but the uh, the landlord of the White Horse, <laughs> Simon. Right? Teaching drama. Yeah, yeah. And he 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 was uh, doing that David Brent thing where he was straddling a uh, chair the wrong way round, and it, and <laughs> so, so somebody had done like a bit of a you know bit read out a bit of text. And he, and he spun the chair around, sat on it, and he went, slow it down, slow it right down, like that. <laughs> he and gets the... himself involved in the, uh, when his kids are doing the school productions at yeah. Hobart or whatever, yeah. he then uh, offers his services to get involved. Yeah. And uh, I, I would dread to think what that would be like as, oh, a, it... as a drama teacher, having a parent bowling in with a bit of experience to, to help out in inverted commas. Oh, I bet that's a nightmare. And you fully expect them to spin the uh, chair around and straddle it the wrong way. Yeah, spin yeah. the chair around. That's exactly what he did. Knock the script out of the teacher's hand. He he, he doesn't know that I saw him. You when go he... and get yourself a coffee, probably, he says, and I'll deal with this. And then he just <laughs> takes over, yeah. you know. Pass me the guitar. Yeah. Like, uh, David Brent. A bit like the other, what's the other one? Um, <laughs> Summer Heights High. Have you seen that? I've not seen that. One. Oh, there's an Australian program where it's about a drama teacher. Uh, very, very good. Anyway, um, let's uh, tell them what we're going to do. All right, uh, we've got a week roundup. Yes, and then some praise be. Uh, comedy rumours forward slash shitowsery. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Seagull news this week, Kai. Great. <laughs> Opinion whores. Uh, hellfire and damnation. And contrition. Is there yeah. something in every category this week? don't think we've got anything in contrition yet, have we? I've done that thing again where I'm like, oh, no, it's Tuesday. I better put some stuff down. I put a bunch in yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see where we go. I quite like it when you're on the Google Docs and I'm, I pop in and you're there typing away. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? And I, I, I go up by your cursor and write something like Bender or whatever. It's Gay! It's not, not It's a, funny. Not very PC. And then you, then you delete it. Yeah. And then I'll put something else and then you put Ginger Twat or something. Yeah. A lot of the time. It's like live text, isn't it? Watch it, Ginger Flaps. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's so much fun. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, fancy seeing you here. So, Pablo, how's your week been? Well, I'm still in a shit cult. Um, the, the the cult that's sweeping the nation called Slimming World. Slimming World. It really, it really is like a cult. Is it sweeping the nation? It's, uh, well... Their posters are everywhere. I, I was once thinking about changing my uh, comedy night to uh, uh, the name of it to Slimming World, so I get free advertising everywhere. I think if they did sweep the nation, that would help them lose a bit of weight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit that's, of exercise. See what you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be good. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a weird like. What night did you do it? I did it yesterday, Tuesday, it, uh, uh, down at Whirlingham. And I told you about the lady. She's from Southport, and she's one of these ladies. She, she makes everything rhyme, like you know. She'll say, uh, 
um, go and pay and then you away and that oh, kind of thing. Oh, she's yeah. got all the little jingles, yeah, has she? Yeah, she's full yeah. of full of little rhymes, and it's uh, she means well and she's 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 got a lot of charisma, um, but the whole being in a group and talking about like our our fatness or our, our diet just makes my toes curl. Do you have to go around share and share your how your week's been? Oh, yeah. I've been I've been uh, I've let me I've let myself down. That you sort of thing. Yeah, you don't quite do that. But I did let myself down. I actually put on a pound and a half in my first week. Oh, it's not good, is you it? You get fat shamed in front of the in front of the group. Well, it wasn't quite like that. Do they put you on the scales in front of everyone? No, no, you do that like a weigh in. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it's not in front of everybody. It's... It should be. You should be in your pants, like a boxing mat. You know when they do the yeah. little press conference and the weigh in. Yeah, and then you have a fight with somebody. It's not, it's not that. But, like, although I put, like, I want to say this, right, I put on a pound and a half, but I came home, had the world's biggest piss, and then lost a pound. And I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll have a number two as well. Then I lost another pound. So next week, I'm going to make sure I've got rid of everything I need to get rid what of. What are you eating and drinking to be retaining that much weight? Food and water. Yeah, but a pound of turd? That's, that's like a bag of sugar. No, it's not. It's it, that's a pound of sugar. Is a bag of sugar. It's like a double quarter pounder. Twice. Two double quarter pounders. Two double, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, but poo-shaped, all solid. That's not heavy. Oh, let's not talk about it in those terms, Pablo. I'm talking just about the weight. I don't need to compare it to a like. Oh, I'm just telling you what burger. happened. Mm. Do, you, do you do that? Yeah. I mean, see where what? this is going. But do you actually weigh yourself before and after poo? Do you, do you ever get no, tested? No, no, no. You never, you never do that. And sometimes you get one that's like proper. You go, wow, that was, that was some size. You should go for a run or whatever and sweat it off before you go next time. Yeah. Well, weirdly, the first, what the first time I went to, uh, to weigh, I did have a run earlier on, so I think I probably was a bit dehydrated, mm. hence me being heavier the second week, and that with a massive poo inside me. Right, backing one up twice your height, and then you just weigh yourself, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, this has taken a funny turn, hasn't it, this week? Yeah. Well, I wanted to tell you about it. It was a, it was traumatic because I was expecting to lost weight and I hadn't. I do feel slimmer. I feel like I've lost a bit of weight. I've lost a bit of weight. Yeah. I reckon I've lost four kilos in the last few months. Have you amputated something? No. No, I haven't. I, unless my scales are old and rusty and just not racking up the pounds as much. Right. Could be. Um, but You seem disappointed because I haven't joined Slimming World to get down... Oh, I don't get, get down those pounds. You're, you're a bit up and down with your weight. I've noticed this. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But anyway, after I've, I've joined Slimming World, and it's a, it's like a cult. Do you like saying it out loud? You like saying I've joined Slimming World. You say it. Be like, proud. Like fat is anonymous. You get a little badge, Slimmer of the Week. You do get them. <laughs> it's, well, you, a, don't, you don't. Not yet. No, I, don't, I don't get them. <laughs> but when you get them, you can see people are really chuffed at them. And you're thinking. You're going to what? wear it to work. Do you well, think some people do? It's like, what am I? Five years old or something? Like a little rosette. Here's a certificate. <laughs> I mean, it's it is crackers. It, it feels like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. At one point, I felt like going into the corner, grabbing the fridge, and throwing it out the window. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it just felt it felt institutional and a little bit mad. Ah, uh, yeah. how many are in the group? 
There's about uh, about 25. Are there some rather rotund people there? Or do they all just want to lose a few pounds? Well, yeah, they all want to lose a few pounds. A you don't get any that have to be lifted mainly, in on, mainly the, on female, a flatbed or anything? Mainly female. A, a range of ages, but I'd say um, top-heavy towards pensioners and... and you know, late fifties and pensioners. Well, they're all a bit top heavy, aren't they? Is that what you mean? Well, the bottom heavy as well. Okay. Yeah. Although last night the, the group uh, collectively lost fifty pounds. Yeah, it's cost six quid a, to mem- as a membership, doesn't it? If you times that by nine. Yeah, no, fifty pounds yeah. is in the way pounds. Oh, I've... right. <laughs> I and uh, yeah, I, 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 I obviously sort of let the side down a little bit. Ah. Uh, yeah. Do you get shamed? Do you, do you feel like you've let them down? Um, now thinking, ah, oh, Paul could have done better. We we could be on fifty two if he hadn't have. Uh, didn't know what. To, honestly, the, the, the things going came. on in my brain while it was all going on, I I wouldn't normally stay there. I'd get weighed and bugger off. But um, I'm, I'm, I've uh, I've agreed to go. I've agreed to go and sit there, and it's <laughs> I, it's. I can't begin to tell you how awkward I feel sitting there. I want and to. At one point, she, she handed out little. Um, uh, 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 little slips where you had to write down who you voted for in the group as woman of the year. And I was like, you know, excuse me, I'm sat here, like, you know what I mean? Woman of the year? Yeah, yeah. What, in the group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, no bloke of the year. We shouldn't be voting for each other. Well, apparently, the, the, the woman of the year, if she goes through to the woman of the year finals, can win, can win £4,000. Imagine all the pies you could buy with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've also put, I got the clap. Well. Pablo. Yes. Really? Um, no. no I'm just... going to move away from you slightly. Can you catch it through so, um, No, through little denim shorts and bare legs? I've not got anything, but I've worn wore, wore my hands out through clapping. Not just the oh. Slimmy World, because Slimmy World, great, a lot of that's just sat there going, yes, Andrew, you lost two and a half pounds and doing that. Yeah. And you go through the whole group. Did they clap you for gaining a pound? Oh, she turned it around into a positive. She said, well, well done for staying in that group. <laughs> you know, you, well done. You, you're here and that's what counts. <laughs> oh, that's motivational, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Right. And my internal voice was going, fuck off. <laughs> you patronising cow. <laughs> <laughs> but you, the other reason why I've got the class. You should go and leave some chocolate bars on the windscreens of their cars or something. You ever do that thing in an office? That'd be good. Where um, somebody who works near you in an office has brought in, say, like a Mars bar, and they leave it on their desk and go out. What you do is, if you know they do this every day, buy a Mars bar, buy your own Mars bar, and when they <laughs> when when they leave the office, right, hide their Mars bar, take out your Mars bar, take a big bite out of it, right. Leave it back on the desk and smear chocolate around your face. Wow. So when they come back in, they go, who's eating my Mars bar? And they look at you and you've got chocolate smeared all over your face. And you go, oh, I don't know, what Mars bar? It's not me. Pablo. <laughs> I mean, that's good fun. That sounds like a brilliant, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of preparation. Yeah, I've done it. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not me. Yeah, it's brilliant. No. Oh, oh you're eating my Mars bar. Oh, you're eating my Mars bar. I've not touched your Mars bar. I didn't know you had any Mars bar. So... <laughs> So, <laughs> was that it about the clap? Was that no, no, it wasn't. No, I, I, I was lucky, lucky, lucky enough to be invited to my future stepdaughter's graduation nice. at U, UEA. 
Congratulations. She's well, well, graduated. To, 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 to Lois. So, yeah, and that, that, that was nice, right? It was a lovely event, and well done and all of that. Um, there's a lot of clapping, though. Oh, yeah. A lot of clapping. In the end, I was rationing to eight claps a person. And literally, there was... Hun- you were rationing it? Hun- yeah. I was getting... I, I, I did yeah. about 300 steps for, by just clapping. Okay. My phone uh, clocking them up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just too much clapping. Too much I was working on. Too sweat. much appreciation of people's talents, I know. I know you're not into that. I, I worked out, right, they were doing it in alphabetical order. So, like, after about ten minutes, they're still on, like, Bentley, Claire Bentley. Yeah, but you were thinking, we'll, we'll be on the Ds and I'll be down the pub in a minute. I had to get, you know, there were... You didn't have to get to the Zs, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was loads of them. No, I'd have grabbed my coat and gone. You can't do that, though. You, you, you're there. Can't, oh, I'm just going to the toilet. Yeah, nobody can. Did any of the students do anything silly on the stage, like a backflip or, you know, some, oh, there's always uh, one or two. There's on one or two. Um, one lady sort of did a little jig and shook her boobs around. Ooh. Didn't get them out. But like, you know, you could tell she was quite ample. She started what, giving it. What about um, anyone trip up? And embarrass themselves on the most important day. I think somebody did trip up. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always one of them. Yeah, yeah. And they're mortified now and they'll never live it down. Yeah, it's, it's all, all going to be recorded. Should yeah. be on You've Been Framed. It was nice. After all of that clapping, and there was a hell of a lot of clapping, and it was just, you know, boarding on the farcical. Like it was about 300 people or something like that. You were clapping. Yeah. So, so what, that was an hour solid giving it. And it was just, just too much. But afterwards, out the back, and it was like a mini festival. They had a band, they had a beer tent, they had uh, um, sort of foodies and that. So that was all right. Nice. Yeah, it was nice enough. And I was very, very uh, pleased to be invited. I didn't go to my graduation. No? I was in Germany at the time, and I didn't bother coming back. And oh. a few of my mates from uni, I think, were disappointed I wasn't there. Oh. And now I look back, I think, I probably should have gone. Yeah, you should have gone. Quite been. an important day, isn't it? Yeah, you, you've got a big D. I have. Oh. I've got a BA Hans. Yeah. Uh, in drama with yeah. film and television. Oh, that's c- coming handy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, coming really handy. Yeah, uh, got me lots of waiting jobs. That did well. Well, well done, Kai. Well done. I tell you what, you wasn't there, so let, let me. Thank you. I just need to put something flat on my head. And that was about eight. And wear a little cape. Yeah, I, I, I took. I had a photograph taken of the uh, daft hat. Oh, yeah, did yeah. We, That's the closest you're going to get to one, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's all right. I don't think I can, I, I'm not going to be asked. What do you age. think of What do you think of honorary degrees, where they just give someone oh, a degree of they, music, science, or something? They had one. Honestly, we were there after after a good hour or so clapping. This woman came up and said, oh, "Now it's time for our honorary degree." And she 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 banged on for about ten minutes about this woman, who uh, apparently um, did some study in about bubbles in the sea, right and. <laughs> It didn't mean anything to me, but she's an expert in bubbles. And I thought, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then she came on, this lady, and then she banged on and did this uh, inspirational speech. I mean, it wasn't that inspirational, but you could tell her that's what she was going for, about studying about bubbles. And it went on for about 15 minutes. People just wanted to get the fuck out. She got a degree for it, but she's never she, been... She got on with, well, she, she's one of these ladies. She... I don't think she'd done a real job. She 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 got she got a degree. She got a master's. Then she got a degree in something else, a professorship, and she just she, she just got every qualification that you could get. 
I think she's probably the most learned person on the planet about bu- bubbles. Is she an interesting person, do you think? Would you like to go for a drink with her down the pub? After an hour's... Game of pool? After an hour's clapping, I just wanted her to go. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not, not best... She might be all right. Well, congratulations. But honorary degrees that you've not actually done any studying for. They gave one to, like, Lily Allen for something recently, didn't they? Mm. Um, I like Lily Allen. Okay. I like that song, what's it called? Fear. It's good, that. All right. But it's not worth a degree, though, is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Well, I don't know. It's all right. Whatever next. Give one to Liam Gallagher or something. It's, I tell you what, it's better than fucking Bubbles. Yeah. Okay. Ask Michael Jackson about that. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I've put, um, for my week, Stone Me. Did you get stoned? No, Stone Me. Um, I had a gig at Wizbeach. Oh, right, yeah. Um, with Ian Stone. This was on Saturday. Ian Stone was closing the show with his new solo show. Right. right. Brilliant. He's, he is something else, isn't he, when it comes to stand-up? I've seen a lot of him online and on he, telly and stuff. but um, He knows how to hold a room. I couldn't book him. I did have a correspondence with him. I couldn't book him, but it was a while ago. Yeah. He's brilliant. So that was my sort of week bit. I was building up to that on Saturday. Went there. What a beautiful place the Secret Garden is in Whiz Beach. Yeah, you, you it's did like a, a little wonderland. He did a little video. I was very impressed. It looks nice, doesn't it? Oh, by the way, talking a little little videos. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Pablo was showing me your little video of uh, idyllic English markets out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Walking that? up the oh, high yeah. street. Literally, got into bed last night and I was ready to, like, fall asleep. And she got, she's got a phone, she's playing something out loud. I said, what are you doing? She goes, oh, look, it's Kai. <laughs> Idyllic English market town. I said, do you what? And then, and then yeah, this massively long video. It's about 20 you. minutes of me walking yeah, yeah. from the White Horse yeah. home. Yeah, I think you Larry Facebooked it, didn't you? Yeah, I thought yeah. I'd stick that on and walk with my camera. And a few people popped in and had a little chat on the way. Was you um, was you waiting for your TikTok moment, walking around? I, I expected something to happen. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday I was walking back from Nothing the... happened. Absolutely no, nothing no, happened. Absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> I was watching it and I was going, is he going to go all the way home? So he lives miles away and he's been going on about 10 minutes. Yeah, you look after your own patch. Pablo, I'll, if I want to walk up the high street with my camera on, I don't need to, I don't need to be judged for that. I'll try to go to sleep. It's okay. what all the kids do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And the, but your missus was watching me while she was in bed. I like that. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was following me home in, in her dreams. That's beautiful. No, I know you've you've just added that bit. But, but there I, again, <laughs> um, yesterday I was walking back because I my oh <laughs> this is another thing. My car went back in the garage again. It wasn't quite as fixed as I thought it was. Was the first guy right? Uh, no, no. Uh, but they found out what it is, what it was now. And so, but he still got it because I wasn't in a hurry. But anyway, I was walking back from there and I put the camera on and there were a couple of ne'er-do-wells coming down the high street. Ne'er-do-wells? Yeah, they're the guys who sort of drink the special brew and get a bit leery. And one of them went, who let the dogs out? And the other bloke was with him went, who, who, who? But right in my face. And I just t- turned around and just stared at him. What, to intimidate you? Yeah, yeah. This is in Loddon High Street. Really? Yeah. Well, what time of day was this? Um, oh, it must have been about must have been about four or five o'clock. Wow. There's, a, there's a group of about three of them. He wears a leather, he wears a cap and a leather waistcoat. He's, he's, quite, a, he's quite well known. He's a, he's a bit brave because he's a, 
on the old side. He's quite a character, but one of his little cronies was, yeah, giving it the large one. And I thought, mate, you don't do that round here. You didn't need to do that. Mm. I always find it's a weird juxtaposition that when you see people behave like antisocially in a place like this. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think you and I have a similar background from where we were brought up. If you did that, somebody does knock you out. Whereas here, it's not a done thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all the way back home as I was walking back, I was thinking of all the things I could have said to him. I was having an imaginary conversation Uh with (laughs) with a man that did exist about something that did happen. And I was like, I should have said, fuck off. But I did give him the stink eye and he was just sort of staring at me as he walked away. But, you know, there were three of them. You, probably, I, you know yeah. that I didn't want to bring a man down, not on the on the bridge. There. Did, you, did you have your phone out? I did. I just caught the end of it. What, you was filming him. I, I no, I did have my camera just as that happened. Right. Um. Yeah. Mm. Nearly got the tits up views. Nearly. Nearly. Yeah, that could have. Yeah, you never know where yeah. they come from. So remember the guy who nearly got stabbed. Well, this is one of him getting his head kicked in outside bridge stores. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, that was that was my week. Um, not a lot else has happened. I've been teaching to the end of term, get just just fighting my way to the Friday. That's all I'm doing right now. Nearly there, kind of. Nearly, nearly there. there, and then six weeks off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just get it on. Let's move on to praise B. Yeah, let's do that. You've put two great old fellas. Yeah, I had a. Two interactions with two old guys in, within an hour of each other on Sunday. Where did I go Sunday? Oh, yeah, I did the, uh, I didn't put it on the uh, week roundup, but I did the Norwich 10K on Sunday, which was a lovely event, actually. So I went running around Norwich. 10 kilometres, that was a warm day. Nah, not really. Was it was it all right, yeah, it was in the morning, it's only about 17, 18 degrees, but it was nice. But on the way there... I went through Castle Quarter, which for the outside listener, it's a it's a retail indoor retail scheme, and I walked past a coffee shop, and as I, I thought, get myself a nice strong coffee before I get off, just to give myself a little bit of a, a bit of a buzz, and there was an old guy walking in there before me, going really slow, and and I, I made a mental note, and my mental note was, ah, oh, bloody hell, I'm stuck behind an old guy, it's going to take him ages to get there, and I'm going to be stood behind him. But he could see that I had my running garb on, I had my little number and my, my uh, shoes on. And he, he said to me, hey, you go first, mate. I'm in no rush at all. You you, 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 you get yourself sorted. I can see I can see you you're doing your thing. I said, oh, thank you very much. And the lady had recognised him, the lady was serving. And she, she took my order and she started sorting his order out because he's a regular and she knows what he wants. And he stopped and he said, don't, don't. Stop, let me stop you there. I've got all the time in the world. You look after this guy. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? What guy? I you mean, need more did, of that, don't you? You need more of that. And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try and be more like that myself. And as I get older, I might be able to do that. Fast forward a, bit, a little bit later on. I'm driving back from the running. I've got, I've got a fridge and a fridge freezer in the back of my Mondale. Right? This older glamour, I hear you say. Right? Yeah, so I'm driving back from Norwich with a fridge and a, and a, a freezer. I went to the tip at Bergampton and, uh, and I'm getting it out. Another old guy, he must have been 80-odd, sees me sort of humping this... Wrestling a fridge. Yeah, out of the back of the car. 
He came over, gave me a hand. He must be eighty odd, honestly, a frail thing. But like, was well, he wasn't that frail, but sort of a wiry old man. He definitely was in his eighties at least. Yeah, but did he have a scrap van round the corner? No, honestly, did he, want, did he want the? Did he want the scrap? No, he just helped me put it in the. Uh, what a nice guy! <laughs> put it in the, put it in the uh, port cabin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the lorry trailer thing, but what they called. Yeah. Yeah, he helped me out, and I said, oh, thank you very much, yeah, no problem, that's all right. And then it struck me, as like, you know, within the same morning, two yeah. old guys, yeah, brilliant. Thought, I'm gonna, I need to be a little bit more like that. They might have thought you needed help. They took one look at you and thought, that guy needs help. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't argue with you, guy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just thought that was nice. Yes, Yeah. Yeah. very nice. What are you yeah. doing with all these fridges? What's going on? Put them in the tip. You only bought one the other day. Yeah, no, but I had to put the old one in the tip. It's been there since you bought the... That yeah. was ages ago. Yeah. Has it been in the garden? Little white goods? In little stuff, yeah. <laughs> Bringing house prices Yours down. Yours is the house with the fridge outside it. <laughs> yeah, it's in the back garden, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. How was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've put, on Praise B, OnlyFans... Oh, you've been getting in all about Kai. Pablo, you introduced this last week. Oh, I told you about it. You told me about I, this I, thing. I, you, called... you, you feigned um, only fans. That, that you had no knowledge. Well, what is it? I don't well, understand what it is. I, Who told me? I thought it might be about, you know, in this hot weather, I thought it might be a place where you could buy something to cool yourself down. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not, is it? Don't give me that. You God, know what it is. Good grief. So I popped along and thought, oh, I'll pop that in. And not there were no uh, fans there at all. It's all... Fannies. fannies. Only fannies. <laughs> it's only fannies. <laughs> Pretty much. Good God. And you need to pay to get access to them. Have you got any money left? No, so... so, so when, it, when payday comes round, I'm going to be straight back on there. Yeah. It looks really exciting. Why didn't that Hugh Edwards do that? Why don't you just go on OnlyFans rather than paying some random 35 grand? Mm. And that's a... Sorry, I bring it back to Hugh Edwards, but 35 grand for a photograph? I mean, what you could get for 35 grand? I mean, you could probably get moshed off for a fortnight for that. I imagine. Well, I don't Solid, know. I no if idea. that's a thing. I have no idea. I mean, it's got to be some photograph, that. 35 grand. So 35 grand? Apparently you gave somebody 35 grand for photographs. I mean, what... No, I'm going back to your maths on getting noshed off for a week. Where I'm are you just, going for that? I'm not. I'm just guessing that's how much it might cost. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, but for a week? Yeah, well... Imagine you, that. You'd probably have to take a break, wouldn't you? There'd be nothing left. <laughs> just be a husk of a man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... Thank you, Dara. Once again, yes, yes, we've got quite a catalogue of uh, oh, fame is... and fortune. You've put I'll corporate him. Yes, what's, what's that? Yeah, well, this this was a phrase uh, relayed to me by another promoter who was talking to an act, and that act um, wanted to do this promoter's gig but was previously booked for another gig that wasn't paid anywhere near as much. So he said to the, he said to the promoter, I'll corporate him, which basically means he's going to tell him that he's got corporate and he'll understand. So, yeah, mm. I thought it was an interesting term. 
And it made me think, when is it all right for an act to corporate you? Let me get this straight. What does it mean? So if an act corporates you, what they're saying is, I can't do your gig. Oh, I see. I've got a corporate. So so like for, for, for the civilians out there, a, a corporate is a well-paid, maybe a couple of grand uh, worth of work for the one night. And if an act says to you, I know I'm doing that gig for you on that Friday night for a couple of hundred quid, but I've been offered a corporate for a couple of grand. Surely you don't mind me taking it. And, oh, and, and then you, you you know normally you got plenty of time and there's time no to way there's no way somebody like us would turn would would say that's unacceptable if they did it because it's good money and you just appreciate that and you're it, paying far less and yeah, so they didn't make a living. But, but if that's at, becoming a saying, at, at what point though? At what point is it all right to be corporated? What in the week? Yeah, well, you know, lastminute.com. Well, I'm saying it's there's a sliding scale. There's a there's a graph here with a sort of a a line going on the x axis to the y axis, mm. starting off with going it's all right down at no and one, and then at ten and x or whatever up at the top right hand side of the graph, that's a bang out of order. So, at what point in the graph does it start becoming out of order? Oh, interesting that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, it hasn't happened to me yet. Yes, it has. Has it? it? Has. Yeah, of course it has. You've been corporated. Not for the corporate, but like, you know, you've been... I mean, you were telling me about an act. You said, oh, well, yeah, Frank I, Furter. I told, I told you that I was doing something, but I wasn't. I told you a bit of a lie there. <laughs> oh, Arthur. Yeah. Arthur Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was, that was not so bad because it was well in advance. And, yeah, uh, yeah and that was that. But, uh, yeah, corporating. And, and, you know, I've had, I've had acts do telework. I mean, you know, it could, be, it could be pivotal for their careers. Well, I was talking to Scott about that, Scott Bennett, the other week, and he was saying that the, the only trouble with the telly stuff is it comes in within you know sometimes days maybe less than a week you'll know if you've got some telly confirmed yeah. for that week and you've just got to blow people's gigs out and it is a last minute thing i, uh, re- I reckon that's a where where you are at in the television industry because if you was like at the proper nailed on you'd know for months in advance wouldn't you yeah but, but if, you, if you're on the way up it's like oh an opportunity's come up that yeah. guy might do it yeah, and then it's an opportunity for you, and the agents aren't going to um, aren't going to think twice, are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's some real rough and tumble with booking. It's not easy what we do. Oh, corporate him! Oh, I, I don't like the sound of that now. <laughs> well, oh, we've got a corporate. Have you though? <laughs> well, I must admit, since she was done my spine, I have bit. had an, an act. I have had a couple of acts in the past cancel fairly last minute, and um, and I've booked somebody else. But on the days leading up to that. Date, I've been desperately looking for listings, and if I saw their name on it, I'd have gone up the yeah, wall and and, yeah. and kicked up a bit more of a fuss. I've done that and before. Said, hang on a minute, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't do mine because you you you've got what was that sore throat? Yeah. But you managed to do oh uh, like, downstairs at the King's Head or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did one on your doorstep that night. Yeah. Oh, and actually, you doubled up. Yeah, oh, you, I see. Right. You doubled that weekend in in Brighton, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, uh, but okay, I'll corporate him. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you won't hear it. It'll be said. But you, you'll you'll just get some. Oh, I've got a corporate. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't even mean that. I mean, it, it, that that that's one thing, but it could just mean anything. But yes, it, it could... that's what I mean. It's not actually. Yeah, it's yeah. just code word for I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't don't. <laughs> it breaks me out in a sweat. 
I've put. Swear down. Swear down. Uh, yeah, so I have this, I mentioned it last week, and I have an issue at uh, the Wizbeach venue about swearing. Yes. Um, uh, that they don't really like it because it's on a family campsite. And uh, so I asked the acts to tone it down, and they didn't really. Yeah. They didn't want to hear it. They just got on. Um, yeah. Actually, Ian was fine about it and yet did tone it down. But by by the time he'd come on, all the other acts had been swearing loads. The audience loved it, um, got away with it because it wasn't that loud outside the venue. It, the sound didn't carry that well. But it was almost like they couldn't do it without it. Why do they have to swear, Pablo? But uh, why? For cadence, for effect. But why? <laughs> and because we're grown-ups. It's almost like I'm not going to debate this with you. <laughs> but why? Why did they have to do it? But it was almost like, um, yeah, my, I mean, my you, request was totally ignored. Well, if your muscle memory is delivering a piece and waiting sentences, like, you know, I mean, you've done it yourself. You, I mean, you, you've written a stand-up routine, right? You've done it yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you do that, you, you, you've got the muscle memory of what to say, when to say it, exactly how, how to deliver what you're saying, when to hold back the sentence and exactly what to wait, what you're saying, when and the But there are there are promoters out there that if they said that and the and the act swore, then that promoter probably wouldn't book them again. That that has gone on. There's a couple of issues with this, right? When did you drop it on them that they can't swear? Uh beforehand. Yeah, but how how long beforehand? When they accepted the gig or what? No, no, it's much later than that. Yeah, you need to do it right from accepting the gig. Because some just can't do it, yeah, uh, and and it's it's almost unreasonable to expect them to. What 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 we'll say is though is with uh, MCs, um, MCs are doing the chatting in between. You were MCing yourself, weren't you? So it's, it's not quite. Well, so I relevant. swore as well. Yeah, well, you probably did, yeah. But one thing you can avoid is dropping the C bomb because mm. that that is if if you've got somebody there who doesn't like swearing, if the C bomb comes out. That's like kryptonite to them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so you've, you, 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 no, it was you a brilliant avoid... gig, and nobody, nobody cared yeah. by the end of it. So it makes me wonder what all the fuss is about oh, well, from exactly. the venue, yeah, because well, they were sat in there watching and, and enjoying it, and there was swearing going on, and nobody complained after. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why give me all that stress in the build up? Yeah, about booking acts that don't swear or booking acts that are going to be clean and repeating that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 well, it sometimes depends just how many drinks they've had. I think. Yeah, probably. And the, and, the and, venue uh, owner. After watching pound notes walking around the place, mm. that might sort of uh, put them back in their box. Yeah. Anyway, people should be able to swear. I think so. And I, and I, th- I think we, we spoke about this. It's some... grown-up comedy, and, and actually the audience kind of expect it. And and all the all the Fs get a laugh, because it's almost like, well, that's a bit rude. We don't often hear people yeah, saying yeah. that out loud in front of everyone. I tell you what, though, the C-bomb first off at the beginning of the night rarely gets a laugh. The C-bomb has to come a little bit later when they're sort of broken into it. We, we've discussed this before. Mm. And it's got to come from somebody holding authority. So if it's a new act and you're first on and you drop the C-bomb, there's every chance you might just die in your hole because they won't like you after mm, it. It's true. So, yeah. It makes the toes curl, doesn't it? Absolutely. Let's move on. You've put Promoter Mal's interviews. Yes. 
Yeah. We, well, we've been talking about this, haven't we? Is this a, a look behind the curtain well, for the listener? Yeah, well, comedy rumours. A look behind the microphone. Um, because you, you're really keen on getting interviewing acts. I am, and, yeah, yeah. And people for this. I and am. my attitude, my, my, sorry, my take is that everybody's doing that and probably doing it so much better than we would anyway. Um, but also, um, I'm not really that interested in it. Not that interested. Not as interested as you. Yeah, well, I am interested. I'm, I'm, your take that everybody's doing it and you're not interested in it. Well, also, everybody's doing what we're doing now as well. Like two blokes talking or whatever. There's an awful, there's an awful lot of that. But I don't, I don't really listen to podcasts that have got you know a different guest every every week. I just don't. And you'll look down the list, and there might be one that you might have a listen to because you you. Yeah, fancy yeah. hearing what they say. Yeah. But that's about it, out of about 30. And they've just got all these randoms and people that are just of no interest to me, really. No interest to you. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's what happens. You're, you're, you're very stubborn, man. No, I'm not stubborn. <laughs> no, you're entitled to your opinion, but like it, you're hard to sort of pull around. But it's got to the point where you're going to buy your own podcast right. set up. Well, and I think this is this is the beginning of the end, isn't it, Pablo? You're gonna you're gonna branch off because you think you've got the you think you've got the uh, the formula for a successful podcast, and that's talking to people. Mm. No, I think we're missing a massive trick by being in this privileged position, having contact with some fantastic personalities, interested people, in, prominent acts, which will help us do what we do and raise our profile. We can raise their profile. Here's, here's the thing, right? Before I came here, I, um, this is how comedy promoting gets weird. I was on the phone to no less than Bobby Davro <laughs> before we came round, right? Yay. Yeah, so I was on the phone to Bobby book him? I booked him. Oh, yeah, so I'll come on to that. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, chuffed a bit and just weird talking to the Bobby Davlo on the telephone. And, like, you know, if I could persuade Bobby to do an interview, I'm sure there'd be people interested in that. It's an interesting well, that's character. What, so, now, that's what I'm talking about higher profile acts. I can see. But, 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 the, but the thing is. You're thinking of talking to any Tom, Dick, or Harry. I am. Bec- yeah. Because, as you said, uh, interviewing is a technique and it's an art, and I'd quite like to get good at it um, before I sort of do me loading. <laughs> like you know, if I got Bobby on and and we interviewing, and I talk all over him, and I don't listen, I don't pick up on what he says or whatever, and I haven't quite got my skills for sort of interviewing, and it'd be sort of a waste of time. So I'd rather try interviewing people that are uh, uh, that aren't quite so prominent. But there'll still be some interesting conversations to be had. Why don't we interview? Why don't you interview local people? We could do that. Interview um, Gary Schilling, the ferryman. Gary, the ferryman. Yeah, that'd be quite good. Uh, we'll leave Simon Peck till later because he wants to do it too much. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to put everyone off. All I'm saying is we should just give it a try and see where the journey takes us. Well, I'm happy for you to give it a try, Pablo, and see where it takes you. You don't want to come with me on this. I'm not that interested. I genuinely am not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but... It's, it's a weird thing. I can't think of anything weirder than sitting here interviewing somebody on a screen. I'd be really interested. I mean, I'm curious about people. I like to know what makes them tick. Genuinely, I do. Mm. And why they do things. That's why I enjoy that uh, podcast with... Um, 
uh, Paul um, Ricketts. Ricketts. And, and, See, now and they're doing the promoters, so we can't really get promoters on. You can get who you like on. Yeah. Of course no, you can. They've, they've, see, they've done that. So, so it's yeah, it has been done. And there was, a, there was another guy, Com uh, Compod, the comedians. Compod. Compod. Com, the comedians. I forget what it is. I can't, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's interviewed all the comedians. When I was an artist, I thought that was fascinating. Well, in our last podcast, on the title, we put the cult of personalities, mm-hmm. Michael McIntyre, Diane Abbott, uh, Tony Law. And Jordan Peterson. Has yeah. it had a massive impact on on numbers? <laughs> I don't think it actually has. So, yeah, yeah, not, so not, but not, not yet. Even that doesn't necessarily pull them in, does it? Not necessarily. It doesn't say we're it doesn't say we're not interviewing them. Not not necessarily, but it's just just something different. Kai, what what's the biggest podcast on the planet? Go on, you tell me. Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. And all he does is it back to back interviewing people, long form conversations. Yeah. And, and I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it as well. Yeah. So that's quite good. What's the second most popular podcast no on idea. the planet? I think it's probably Mark Maron, which is ex- pretty much the same format. You know, just, just a guy talking. Yeah, but he has them in the room most of the time. What's the biggest podcast in the UK? Doesn't he? He has them in the, in the studio. Biggest, biggest podcast in the UK, on and off. Arguably, probably Adam Buxton. No, I think it's pretty, Acaster, pretty, isn't it? Yeah, historically. The the, the the one with uh, Adam Buxton's pretty bloody big, you know. Um, Richard so, Herring, he interviews people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't listen to that either. Yeah, I don't listen to that because it's no. on the stage; it's performed. Yeah, I, yeah. So my point is, yes, comedy rumors. You want to do some interviews? I, th- I think I think we should. I think we should give it a go and see where it leads us. Well, at least you've got the kit, Pablo, for doing well, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of setting up, a lot of arranging to do. Yeah, I've tried yeah. it before, you know. I used to do the Twitch thing with Tony and Phil Nickel. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did a pod with Tony the other week, don't you? And you, you're going to go through with that, aren't you? Um, yeah, yeah, got to nail him down, though. Yeah. I think, uh, well, yeah, I said that last week, but yeah. Um, but again, that's a different, that's nothing like the promoter mouths, really. Yeah. So I think what what you're in danger of doing there is having a pod of two two genres. Well, which you, is you can clearly you, you can clearly market them as an interview one, and if you don't like the interview ones, you can skip. You know, past. just call it a spin off of the promoter mouths. Might well do. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll definitely do it some form, but I, I prefer, honestly, I prefer if Pablo you I, talks. I prefer if you and I did it. Honestly, yeah. I would. I yeah. think I think it would be synergetic to what we do already. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not convinced. I've put bias reviews. Why have you put bias reviews? Well, we had this gig on Saturday and Ian Stone closed and he's got a lot of left-wing chatter, politics and uh, chatter. Right. And it fell on the ears of people who don't follow that style of politics. And there was a guy who reviewed it and uh, afterwards, and he didn't have many pleasant things to say about Ian, but it was all to do with the fact that he was, you know, doing the politics. Where, where and did clearly, he, where, where, where was this review? Um, on Google or something? No, he'd stuck it on my Facebook page. Oh, right. Um, yeah, love, and, he, and he was raving about the first two acts and saying how the last guy, uh, I won't say what he said, well, he said he was a tribute to Ben Elton, <laughs> Ben Elton tribute act. 
Is that because he's Jewish? No, no, no. But it was because of his uh, the politics. Um, anyway, it was very, very biased. You could see from the from the first sentence, and every time he mentioned it, that it just wasn't his politics, and it really turned. And I just thought that's not a fair interview, mate. You know? Interview. You uh, sorry, review? that that isn't a fair review, mate. I thought you, you secretly do want to do interviews. That's what crept down. There. No. Um, so yeah. yeah, biased reviews. I don't think it's fair, is it? I think if you didn't like somebody because of that, I don't think you need to comment on that being. There, there is also the, the fact that um, I think it's arguable that um, we acts should just be funny. Mm. You know, oh, but he was. He was brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. A masterclass in but in uh, just, holding an audience. Just be funny. Don't tell me out of vote. No, he's not. He, he wasn't think. telling. He, no, he wasn't doing any of that. He was yeah. just. Com, it was political commentary, right. and it was funny as very cleverly crafted. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it was I mean, effortless. I mean, the guys and the audience were brilliant. rolling and rolling, and rolling. But there must yeah. have been pockets there of people who don't vote that way. Yeah, um, I, and, and he goes on to balance it. He does talk about the opposition, but he does, you know, yeah. he does say things which obviously didn't sit well with this this guy. Who decided to write a review of the whole show, just to, and it just seemed loaded towards just making it known that he didn't like the final act. You gave him an excuse to sort of a, a virtue signal, didn't you? Yeah, that's, and that's I, I compared it, and I wasn't memorable enough to even have my name in it. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> anyway, he spent a lot of time writing it, and it was on my page for thirty seconds. I read it and deleted it. <laughs> oh. He got it off his chest. <laughs> he did. He got it off his chest. I mean, that guy's been scrolling through Facebook and reading all the memes that, you know, you know, you click on like on a meme and then Facebook will show you another one just like it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he's, he's been in there in his, uh, what do you call it, a uh, something chamber. Virtue chamber. E- echo chamber. <laughs> in, in his social media echo chamber. And then this voice from London came along and said some smart things, and he's gone, oh, no. Yeah. I had somebody come up on my page once, and uh, they said, is this woke comedy, or is it good? But even even Ian <laughs> said, uh, he, he said something funny, and it got a laugh, but not, the, not a big laugh. And he goes, well, you're not going to like the next half an hour. <laughs> but he did 50 minutes, honestly, really solid. Anybody who wants to see... A cracking master at work doing his solo show. Get up to Edinburgh and see it when you're there. Mm. It's called Ian Stone Will Make It Better. Oh. And it's brilliant. You've put Cardiff Glee. Yes, have you heard about this? I saw something written down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the people that do the... Um, was it, is it? Oh, no, hang on a minute. So Cardiff Glee, um, members of staff at Cardiff Glee... I was thinking of somewhere else. Okay, so I've managed to join a union. Uh And it's um, really upset the guy who owns Cardiff Glee to the point in which he is considering closing it down. Why? Uh, Because he doesn't like the fact that the staff have now got a bit of a stranglehold being in a union. And they've complained about unfair um, uh, working practices and safety issues and they've demoted people, and they've told them to go home at short notice, uh, you know, just that they didn't need them. Um, they've uh, told them to go. So obviously they've cut their hours in when they do that. Yeah, they yeah. promise them work, which happens a lot. Um, but now they're in the union, 
Uh, you can't do it. They can't. He can't do it. So one yeah. of the times he told them that they had to go home early was when the Queen died. <laughs> I think that's quite acceptable, isn't it? There wasn't a lot of comedy going on that night. Do you remember? Yeah. Why well, didn't I have a gig that night? I think we we spoke about it, didn't we? And and I, I spent about three hours on WhatsApp trying to justify to the venue and telling the acts that the gig should go on. Because if it didn't go on, I'd lost about three or four grand. Or did it go on? It, yeah, it did, yeah. Thank, thank bloody God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> he's um, he's now considering closing Cardiff Glare. I think he's just throwing his toys at the pram a bit uh, because now he can't treat them however he wants, really. Um, now, now they're in a union. And so there was obviously a, a, a core of staff there that were not happy, have yeah. managed to get themselves accreditation and... He's not happy because he don't, he no longer has ultimate control over what he's able to do in there. Yeah, so we might see the end of Cardiff Glee. See, some of these venues, the viability is on a knife edge. You know mm. what I mean? It is. I mean, it, it might not be the uh, what they have to pay the uh, the the staff. Could be the electricity bills. Are you in a union? Um, no, I don't think I am actually. No, oh. used to be. I have been in unions before, but. Um, they oh. do help when you need them, but I, yeah. I'm, I think it's good if they give you the support when you need it. But I don't, didn't ask you to uh, dislike some of the decisions that were made on behalf of you, or, you know, on behalf yeah, of yeah. staff. Yeah. Like no school today, we're striking, yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, but I've got exams next. You know, I've got drama exams next week. I need these kids in to do yeah, this yeah. stuff. It was really frustrating at times. Yeah, but, yeah. And the kids then had a you know a day off, which was the equivalent of you know four or five hours of rehearsal. Yeah. Um, but that was that was just a, you know personal thing. And yeah, I did I did find that sometimes your hands were tied, or you know that was how it went. But yeah, the it's going coming into comedy now. If that's if that's happening at the Cardiff Glee, yeah. Imagine if it happened at every pub around the place. If they all started getting union memberships, yeah. there'll be—I mean, there'll be there'll be a lot of venues be people, closing down, and there'll be people not employing you if you're in a union. And then that's yeah. against the law, isn't it? That's discrimination, I guess. And there's probably some employment law that you can, uh, yeah, you can go to. But yeah, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? If you run a small business, I mean, I mean if you run a small business and one of your staff who you paid to train. Goes off on maternity leave. Yeah, like that that costs you thousands. But it seems like they've gone a bit rogue up there, you know. Yeah. And they've well, they've managed to get themselves some protection from being what, treated poorly. What, what union is it? Like Equity or something? No, I don't know the name of it. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to sort of search it out now. It's not we've, Equity. We can have a look. Yeah, unions. Cardiff Glee. Yeah. I hope they don't close because of it, but I think it's a knee jerk. It's if a bit they, like if when they do, it'll be Cardiff Glum. Let's move on to parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Your face, then you looked, uh, the you looked so impressive. You know. there, there was a bit before I thought Listen, I, sh- I should have pressed the button, and then hand... you carried on, said something not as good as I said, and pressed the button. Uh, and I thought oh, I should have pressed it. Earlier. Okay, I thought I'm It's that. not a race to press the button, Pablo. You see that as being like a a little badumtish, don't you? I don't. Yeah, yes, you it's do. Just a separator. Yeah, you do. No, no, yeah. it's not. It's a jolly. Li- you have a listen. Last week there were some very unfunny things said, and we used that. To separate. You've... Uh, parking like a twat. You keep your hands off. <laughs> Stop. You get. You, you wait until you get your own one of those. Let's see how well you can do it, Pablo. It's, it's my gizmo. Um, 
parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. Yeah, thank you, Peter Dixon. It's good to have him on board. On a completely unrelated matter, yeah. in my conversation earlier with Bobby Davro, um, he let Ooh, it... Bobby, Bobby Davro. Yeah, my what? mate Bobby. Go and interview him, will you? Yeah. Well, he was telling me that um, Danny Postel is his uh, impersonation coach. He, um, yeah, Danny, Danny, oh, Danny actually coaches uh, Bobby Davro. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good relationship, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are we talking about Danny Postill and voice impersonations? Oh, no reason. Okay. Not, oh, a, yeah. I did say on a completely unrelated matter. <laughs> on a completely unrelated to any of our our guests, special guests. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Exactly that. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, now, you've put Rosie Lee's gone. Yes. Yeah, this is the uh, absolutely um, disastrous news that Rosie Lee's has closed down. Um, I'm not going to go into the whys and wherefores. I'm just going to say it's sad. And also... She deserves better, Caroline, at Rosie Lee's. She's, she's been from pillar to post, and now they're, they're selling the calf. I don't, know, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it's clearly not good news, is it? No, no, it's not great news. Um, yeah, and... Uh, you know, it, it seems a bit odd that we're not getting a, a, a slightly singed sausage from Caroline. A what? Slightly. Go on. Slightly. Oh, <laughs> Try again. Come on. A slightly singed sausage. God, that's much That's harder. a real tongue twister, yeah, that. Slightly a slightly singed sausage. Yeah. Go on, do it again. Slightly singed sausage. Look at your face when you're doing it, though. I said, I'm saying it proudly. You look like you're about to knock somebody off. Slightly singed sausage. <laughs> num, 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 num. No, um, but they put it up for sale. They, they it's going to auction for eighty thousand yeah, pounds. Yeah. Is the estimate? I reckon it's going to go over a hundred. I don't. I do. What without a tenant? Well, they had a shit house for sale up the road in the car park. That was yeah. on for eighteen grand. It went and sold for thirty-eight, and they're yeah. still doing something with that now. Yeah. Um, so, I reckon it will. I... I'd be, and it would be bought by somebody who who falls in love with the idyllic English market town, not realizing there's just not enough people to sustain a major business. How long? How long was that antique shop open that replaced the first Rosie Lee's? Well, about, about five seconds. It was like it? a pop up shop. That was. Yeah, yeah. The pizza place is probably a decent shout because it's low low maintenance, isn't it? You don't have to serve people. You don't have, you know, you, you you're open for a few hours and you you're selling for that. Trouble is, all these all these places to own them, you need a mortgage, and to pay the mortgage, you need to take rent, and that rent has to be over a particular value yep. to pay the interest rates, and that's where we're at. It's just like if if you understand what a buy to let deal is, right? That's what you've got going on in every shop you see, more or less. Mm. Yeah, unless somebody's buying them out, right? And um, but usually the buying it. Literally though, Rosie Lee's was, was open for money. what was it open for? Two months. I think we need somewhere here that does a really cracking English breakfast. Well, there's the Angel Inn. If you want a, a breakfast served on a slate, what about spoon cake? Do they do breakfasts? That place is never open, is it? It is testing me to spoon cake. When you did your sort of little walk along, you walked straight past it, didn't mention spoon cake. I forgot it was there. Exactly. 
that's my point. It hasn't even got a sign on it. It's just mm. a doorway and a window. Yeah. If it's got a sign, I've not noticed it. It needs a better so sign. So you did watch you did watch my little walk up the high street whilst you were in I bed. was listening to the missus. She said, he's just walked past Spooncake. He's not even mentioned it. <laughs> I said, yeah, but you'd have missed it like everybody else does. I mentioned I mentioned um, Limmy's. Spoon, but Spooncake is a cafe, a cafe in the town. It doesn't do a full English in there, does it? And maybe not. They should. It's cakes and tea and yeah, stuff. Yeah, make all the cake a bloke, taste the sausage. Like, as a bloke, what bloke turns up at a gaff that only sells cakes and coffee? It's rare, isn't it? Um, maybe, maybe Starbucks, but I mean... Who who queues up outside Greg's? People in high-vis. I've seen you them. No, you do. And, and, and fatties. You had a, you had a, a, a last gasp of Greg's didn't yeah, last... swan song before you went to Slimming World. Yeah, what do they you. sell? Cakes and coffee. Yeah, but they do uh, tepid steak baits. Yeah. Um, they do sausage rolls. And in the mornings, they do um, uh, sausage, bacon and omelette baguettes. Okay, does that count as a breakfast? What do you think it counts as? Well, so does a cake, if you have it at breakfast time. Oh, yeah, look. We're coming at this from two different angles, Pablo. Yeah. I know what you're saying, that a place that sells a decent breakfast. A decent full English. They're, they're, what, I'm sure you could probably get one from the Swan, because they've got a and b haven't they? Yeah, you've got to stay there for that. I tell you what, they would make an absolute killing. If, if they sold, like, a decent breakfast. Um, where else I, could you go? What you want is a decent, no-nonsense breakfast um, with beans, not on a slate or a piece of wood, on a plate. Why not on and, a slate, Pabby? That's artisan. That when you sent me that text, you said, look at this, look at the state of that, is what you said. No, I didn't. I, I sent the text. I sent you just a picture <laughs> of a breakfast, and you went, where the fuck is that, or something? And I'd said... At a local hostelry. I'm, I'm Artisan a, hostelry. I've tried the nosh out of there and it does taste nice. If you could have the perfect breakfast from any eatery, artisan or otherwise, what would it have on it, Pablo? It'd definitely have beans on it. It would be on a plate. And it, it would have black pudding. Yeah. And you'd be able to order a set breakfast so you didn't have to sort of order each bit separately. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, you, you, you'd get it for about a tenner with two of everything. And, uh, you know, don't mind paying a bit extra for, for a drink. Um, I think that would be fair enough. That's all I'm asking for. Excellent. I think, I think a few so Simon people... Simon could do this. Why doesn't Simon do it? I think a few people should pop over to Canel's Farm Foods over the Reedham Ferry and take a leaf a... out of his book. That looks like a banging breakfast. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's well, how you do it. You cram if... the plate full of everything. If he does a deal with the ferryman and let people across to... Uh, because the only fall down with that is that you getting your car there and back costs you a chunk of change, doesn't it? You don't it? need to take your car. It's a walk away from the end of the ferry. Yeah, exactly. It's a walk away. You could, so you people could park your to... car, pop across on the ferry yeah. by foot. Yeah, you could do. Pay but the ferryman. I, I think more people are more likely to go. If it's pissing down with rain... Yeah, are you going to persuade your missus to have a, like a ten fifteen minute walk? And old Gary the ferryman, give him a you know, slip him a bit of sausage on the way back. Yeah, he likes being slipped he... a bit of sausage. Well done, Pablo. You got it right that time. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, I set you up and you knocked him down, and you even had the jingle there. Um, you've put possible Mitsubishi nonce. 
Oh yeah, have you, did you see this? On oh, there was Facebook? A, there was a some predatory behaviour, wasn't there? Yes, some uh, somebody driving around in a white Mitsubishi, one with, of the country with, lanes, like with the, the, the old fashioned puppies in the back of the van type thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I well, don't bite. One of them. <laughs> yeah, I can give you a lift. A couple don't of bite. young lads were walking, and he did yeah, that, and then yeah. he, he drove up and turned around and drove back. Oh, stranger danger. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hark back to uh, being a kid and being told about all of this. Yeah, I I don't get asked anymore by strangers in vans. No, you are a stranger in a van. I'll tell you what, when I was growing up, and I always think back to this, um, I was walking outside my house in Bristol, Mm -hmm. which is near the M32, and I was walking just past my house, and a car went past, and cheeky little me stuck my finger up, middle finger up, you know, I just learnt about sticking your middle finger up. (laughs) And I stuck it up at these strangers in the car, right? And then... um, the car stopped and you a bloke got out and I legged it, but he chased me all the way around the back of my house and luckily my back door was open and I went in and slammed the door shut. But I could have been, they could have bundled me in the back of their van. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in, their, in their car. Yeah, you could, um, could so have been bummed. Could have been another statistic. Yeah, yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. these people do exist. Was this a thing when you was a kid? Like back before the internet, and when you were a sort of a curious youngster, did you ever find screwed up pornography in bushes? Or, oh yeah, yeah, and in the uh, like in the roots of trees where, I, there, where there was a hole. I used to have a paper round, and I um, it was like a free paper that I used to deliver everywhere, and up the back roads, and I used to go up and down this back road all the time. Anyway, but went up there. Delivering papers on the way up, on the way back, it was like the it, like a super. You know, I'd hit the jackpot basically. So, you know, there was no snails on it. There was no, you know, they hadn't been half eaten by. So somebody had freshly dumped a whole rake of grot mags in the bushes, <laughs> and uh, I thought, Did you them all I'll have those, and I sold them to make my mates at the school. Yeah, nice yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they sold a load of them. And there was oh. some proper grot in there. And, um, yeah, they'd. Uh, how do they end up there? Is it a bloke who's maybe just got a new relationship, got to offload them? Is it the missus has found them? And Get rid of them. Yeah. And, and what, what do you do? You, you don't want to be seen getting rid of them. So they, you, have, you have to fly tip them. You have to. Why do you fly tip? Yeah, can't you, why it, couldn't you just put them in the dustbin? Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, is weird it, tradition, isn't it? Is, is it like kiddie bait? I did wonder that. Like, is, is somebody sort of hiding them and then sort of it's watching... It's like a little watch, trap. Watching from afar, so you know, oh, yeah. The <laughs> ten-year-olds are watching, the, looking at the pool, and I'll just go over and then start a chat. It does seem seedy. And mm, the fact mm, that... Pamela, where on earth does your mind go? Yeah, but it's an odd thing, isn't it? I mean, look, mine's already there, isn't it? I mean, like, pornography in bushes... I, like, I reckon there are women listening to this... We haven't got a clue what we're talking about. But somehow, as young lads, we'd always find pornography in bushes and roots of trees and stuff like that. I mean, mm. every, every one of my mates about my age, if I said, was that a thing? They'd go, yeah. Do you know what I think it might be? I reckon it was youngsters finding a dad's stash and taking it out of the house and storing it somewhere for later. Oh, no, this was probably dumped in a ditch. I remember it vividly. It was just slung in it, a whole pile of them. That that might actually be a fly tipping episode. Yeah, it then. was it was a proper bounty. Yeah. Yeah. 
God. That's so a, it wasn't just a, a magazine hidden. Yeah, you it was, s- you it, struck the mother load. It was, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you ever, um, do you remember VHSs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course I do. Yeah. Like, have a look at the cupboard and see, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dad, oh, my, my dad's bought a VHS home from the pub. wonder what this is about. So so I had a mate at school, right? This is a going back, must have been like when we were 15, 16. It was before we, yeah, it was clearly before we'd uh, done our GCSEs. It was the year before, so like year 10. And we used to go to his house. He used to take the speedo cable off his dad's Fiesta XR2. And he used to drive us up to the... Uh, rival school, Filton High School, pick up his girlfriend. So we were fifteen-year-olds driving this XR2 around with you know with the like nice alloy wheels, with the, yeah, you know, yeah. the ones with the holes in the spoiler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His dad's pride and joy. There was a, the lad on our estate had one, and the, on 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 the writing where it said XR2, he changed it so it said Sex R2. Oh, cheeky boy. Yeah. So he used to drive up, pick his missus up from the school, drive back to his house. We'd sit downstairs watching his dad's VHS collection while he was upstairs um, seeing to his missus. And then he'd drop her off back at school and we'd go back to school. Come on, lad. He knew where to live, didn't he? Anyway, yeah. he took the speedo cable off so it didn't rack the miles up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Um, and then years later, I mentioned it to his old man in the pub when we were playing darts. And he had no, no idea. idea. <laughs> he had no fucking idea. Wow. And I regret saying it uh, because I think... Yeah, his, his old man. I, no, he must have had an idea. He must have found out. Yeah, he used to drive it every day, pretty much. Well, maybe, maybe he listens. <laughs> I doubt it very much. Yeah, interesting, that. Uh... Parking like a twat, I've put beat the system. Didn't get a ticket. Ah. Uh, Ooh, we... went to the post office, Pablo. Yeah. This is one for you. Be careful. But you know it's free parking. But yeah. you do need to put a ticket on your dashboard, don't you? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you get a free ticket for two hours or something like that in the car park in Church Plain in Loddon. Yeah, yep. Anyway, I had to pop a little parcel in the post office. So I went in and I realised I hadn't put a ticket on my dashboard. Yeah. But I thought, I'm only going to be two minutes. There's never a parking bloke here. Went in. I was only stood behind Rachel from the White Horse. Taking ages, right? Yeah. Went back, she got told, and as she drove out, she got told off by the guy and drove away. And then I sort of jogged to my car, expecting to find a parking ticket, just as he was looking through the window of the car next to mine. Oh. I missed it by a, a absolute hair. Oh, well, I tell you what. He is. A, local people do listen to this, so. Yeah, he is in get, action. Get, get your short-term ticket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I already had in my head what was going to happen, was that if I had a ticket on there, I'd had a parking ticket. I was going to wait for somebody to come back to their car and say, can I have your parking ticket? Because then I could dispute it and say it had fallen on the floor or something, couldn't I? I have got a ticket. Just pay the fine. I'm not paying any fine. Mm. I mean... If I can get away with it, I will. Surely you're the same. You you were um, very quick to criticise people who uh, park badly. Parking without a ticket is parking like a twat. I can't dispute that, Pablo. I'm not going. I'm not going to dispute you. You feel very, very pleased with yourself there. Okay, I've, 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 listeners, I've pressed a button more than I've ever pressed a button. This yeah, week. it's because he's about to buy one and then get his own his own podcast going. That's what it is. And they, we're going to miss you, Pablo. 
the promoter mouths will miss you when you're off on your adventures, you know, with interviewing all your famous people. Um, I wonder who's going to sit there instead of you when I'm, you're all rich I, and famous. I'm not going anywhere, Kai. <laughs> Ca- calm your little bloody ginger tits. Oh, this is... Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. I said I would. Ah, fantastic. Didn't I? Yes. He was much more willing than I thought, actually. David Attenborough there. Brilliant. I mean... Should we hear that again? Yeah, let's do that. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. (laughs) So... That's quite a scoop. So gratifying. I mean, it's it's such. It, I, I think this is our best feature, and, and that's uh, backed up by the fact that you've actually got David Attenborough to tell everybody about it. Yeah, fantastic. That's a getting round. You've put my interviewing vicious selfie seagull. Yeah, yeah. Well, in preparing for uh, this week's seagull news, I did a quick Google. And the thing is with Seagull News, it just goes on and on and on. What happened here then? I mean, there was about 20 uh, Seagull stories, and I just picked, you know, a random one. This one, there was a guy, right, he uh, decided to do, he decided to grab a Seagull and record a selfie with him, with, with the Seagull, and the Seagull savaged his face, and this was in Scotland. This he deserved a, it if he grabbed a Seagull. And, and the, the, the savagery of his face, he recorded it. And it went viral on TikTok. Could have taken his eye out. It could have done. You can see the picture there of him getting his cheek getting nibbled by the uh, vicious seagull. The man, who appears to be heading home after a night out in the clip, holds the bird against his shoulder with one hand on the st- with one hand on the streets of Edinburgh. That's really badly written, isn't it? it yeah. Well, <laughs> he's got. So, so, so I, I don't, don't think you need many CSEs to be a bloody journalist for the Daily. <laughs> he record. holds the bird against the shoulder with one hand on the streets of Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, well, he probably he probably was on the floor. Okay. Yeah. The gull looks and begins to peck at his cheek whilst he films. The man is wearing a blue t-shirt. Is in this the video. journalism now? You watch a video and describe it. They're just they're literally describing what the video. Yeah, it's pretty much is, isn't it? <laughs> Shit, I mean, isn't it? I, and it's literally about seagulls. Yeah. I mean the fact. I mean we joke about seagull news, but it is a thing. People do like news about seagulls. So if, it, if it's something happened with a seagull. Some, look, this is where it gets really good. He says, in a clip online, he says, I'm walking down the middle of Edinburgh with a wee fucking seagull. How are you doing? My wee gully, are you fucking bastard? It just bit me on the cheek. The gull isn't happy with being manhandled and continues to aggressively peck the man's face. Surely you should say that in a Scottish accent, please. Uh, My wee gully, ah, you fucking bastard! Uh, Just uh, leave him, get me out. That's how I do my Scottish accent. Uh, No, that's Irish. No. Uh, It's Dara O'Brien. No, it's not, it's Scottish. Uh, My wee gully, ah, you (laughs) fucking bastard! It just beat me on the cheek. Uh, the gull isn't happy with being manhandled and continues to aggressively peck at the man's face. The man is upset by the attack and screams, Hey, you fucker! Again and again. The clip has racked up hundreds of likes and 6,000 views on TikTok. Wow. Okay. Not as many as you got for your uh, being attacked. No. I had 30-odd thousand. No, 300 and something thousand now. Imagine if you got attacked by a seagull. That would have been amazing. Oh. So, our reporter 
No, as reported this by is the, I must say, this is one of the worst written... Where's it from? The Daily Record. One of yeah. the worst written articles I have read in a long time. As reported by our sister title, Edinburgh Live, one social media user joked, you better watch out, that's Stephen the Seagull. That's a bit shit, isn't it? Uh, another said, why? Just why? Of course they did. While one added, it takes skills to befriend a seagull. So, well done. So what they've done, they've taken, just going back to the journalistic thing, they've taken the video, described what happened, and then wrote down what some of the people underneath commented. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is the world we live in. And this is the daily record. Yeah, yeah. This is what journalism is now. Um, well, I'm glad, because it's all about seagulls. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. I love it. Okay. Well, Pablo, I still think you're scraping the barrel, but... Um, it's newsworthy. It's in there for you. You know? Let us know if you want more seagull news. Please. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. <laughs> well, there's no one better than Donald at saying that. Thanks, uh, thanks, Donald. Thanks for taking the time to do that. You've put leaf blowers. Yes. It, well, more specifically, blokes who like them too much. And I noticed this. I've noticed this over the years. But the other morning in the office, there was a bloke outside tasked with a leaf blower to obviously blow some leaves. Not leaves, rubbish. But it was a leaf blower that he was using. And... You could tell that he liked it a little bit too much, right? He kept going over the same bit, and it was making a rattled racket. Couldn't concentrate on anything. It was doing my head right in. He was just outside the window. He kept moving up and down the street, kept going back to the same bit, then off again, then back to the same bit, then off again. And and it made me think, over the years, I've worked in different places where there have been leaf blowers, and the blokes who get to use them, they uh, they get really pleased with themselves. Like, they'll, they get to do a risk assessment, they get to put it on the back like a fucking ghostbuster. You and can't then, what, put a what leaf the, blower into... The blokes who use them... Gary and, Schilling uses leaf blowers all the time. I bet he bangs on about it. I bet he, he swaggers around the place, no. holding on to it, thinking, I'm the world's most machoist man, look at the size of my fucking leaf blower. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Pablo. I'm not being contrary here, mm. as you always put it. Yeah, you are. You, this is a man with a job to do. If we didn't yeah. have him, we would not have... We'd be slipping all you, over the you place. You watch them. You watch them. They'll do the job, and then they'll do the job again, then they'll do it again, because they like playing no. with the fucking leaf blower. because they're getting paid by the hour, Pablo. It's not. It's because it they've got other things they can be doing that are less boring, that aren't as much fun as leaf blowers. Let them do it. Why? I can't believe but, you like Because it's You've right changed. outside my bloody window. You've changed. Getting on, getting on my wick. Grow up. I mean, it's not a toy. You're not ten years old. Blow the leaves, they don't then spend, fuck off. They don't spend all day outside your window. It just you think it does. You think they are just there. Do you, no, no. The, the, honestly, Kai, you can no. say, I've worked with people. You've put I, Ghostbusters I, wannabes. Yeah, they are, yeah. I've actually had staff before, right, who I've said, like, in that cupboard there's a leaf blower. And I've seen their little faces like, yeah. oh, a leaf blower. What's wrong with that? Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, can we do some leaf blowing today? I would do the same. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You would, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't just be the leaves I'd be blowing either. I tell you what, pay, pay's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, a bit slow on the button there. Yeah. Anyway, leaf blowers—they can fuck off. No, they can't. They can stay. Yeah. I like leaf blowers. 
Steel drumming groups. Oh, Pablo, you can't put this in. This is one for runners, right? Every run that I've done, there's been a steel drumming group on the corner. Little motivational tunes as you go ding, 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 ding. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are all, without exception, ding, 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 fucking shite. It doesn't they, matter. absolutely shite. And it's like, if you, you've got to get a hobby. No. Get, get, get one. That doesn't annoy. I'd rather, you know, I'll, I'll put these bloody steel drumming groups in before those uh, volunteer speed gun people. It's, in, it's like, oh, dude. Like, you can tell they've got no talent. They've got no musical talent. It's culture. It's just, just they've even got numbers on the thing. They're going, dun, one, one, yeah. one, 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 two, 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 one, one. It's one, an one. art form. Uh, it's, it's, it's not an art form. Wow. It's an annoyance. I don't think any runner would think that. Oh, I think a lot do. You honestly. hear them coming. Isn't, doesn't it motivate you to run faster past them, so that you can get out of the way, so you don't have to listen to it? It's all right, old Din. Makes uh, me wince. No, nope. not having that either, Pablo. Yeah. I, well, I, I'm I love a bit of steel drumming. Yeah, uh, right. Tell me this then. When was the last time you thought, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Shall I listen to a little bit of a bit of Motown or? Uh, uh, maybe a little bit of a no. indie music, stick a bit of blur on or whatever it is you no. like. And then you've gone, no, no, what I'll do is I'll put my favourite steel drumming group on. No, no you're one missing the point in the of history of anything that. has ever put fucking when, steel drums on for their own pleasure. When I hear no one, it. It's never happened. When I hear it, I like it. It reminds me of like St Paul's Festival in Bristol, you know, and, and it reminds me of the... Um, where does it the Caribbean? If you like, oh. if you liked it that much, can of red stripe. You, you, you would play the a can of red stripe. Can of red stripes, all right. Yeah, Caribbean's all right. The drums can fuck off. No, that's really unfair of you, Pablo. Yeah, well, I think you're alienating a lot of listeners, here. and I'm sorry, listeners, those of you that love the steel drums. Um, I will be putting a fantastic steel drumming uh, rendition on our. Promote a mouse page just to balance this oh. and make up for it. Mrs. Pablo likes the uh, steel drums. I'm so sorry that Pablo had to uh, yeah, put you through that. You've also put Audi drivers. What is it about those four hoops on a car that turns the person behind the wheel into a massive ballet? Well, we should ask uh, Cy Roberts, shouldn't we? Our Patreon. Because that was probably Cy Roberts outside yeah, or an yeah. Audi driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. Because he's got an Audi. I don't, I'm not sure he has Yes, that. he has. Convertible Audi. Does that cover? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what were you saying about them? The, the, honestly. You'd forgotten you had one, so now I'm really interested to hear what you think about I'm, I'm just going to carry on. Drivers. I'm just going to carry on. Honestly. I, when I went to the tip the other day, and that old man helped me out, after he helped me out, I was getting back in. This guy in an Audi swung right. Bear in mind, there were people all over the place. He just absolutely... Tear assed in the place, nearly wheel spinned, stopped right outside the thing. And and I looked looked across and of course it was an Audi. Because it's gonna be, wasn't it? Did you say anything? No, did I didn't say anything. Did he it? did he see you? I scowled at him. How, how but he'd be used to it. How do you react to that? He's an Audi driver, isn't he? I Look, said I, I said Pablo, how do you react to that? How do you come up with these things? <laughs> there. Hey, You're getting a bit trigger-happy on that button, Pablo. I'm not sure you quite fully grasp the complexities of podcasting. You're now just, I'm enjoying it. You're now just throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to plugging gigs. Yeah, go on, on then, you on first. August the 3rd and August the 4th, I've got the Dirty Dozen going on in Beckles and in Chedgrave. 
12 acts. They get five minutes each. And there's one winner who takes a cash prize. Are you going to do it, Pablo? Fancy it? No. Although you might be looking for people closer. I've just remembered. What? I think there's rail strikes. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a rail strike that week. Will that still go on? The whole week. Will it still go on? What, will, will what still go on? Will your acts make it? Oh, yeah. I'm making sure I'm only booking drivers or people who can actually get here. Tickets are on sale. www.shaftofwit.com forward slash what hyphen on. <laughs> no. uh, Shaftofwit.com shaft uh, for tickets. And then on, on, I'll tell you what I'm doing, though. On the Sunday, which is the, what's that? The 4th, 5th, 6th. Sunday the 6th. I'm uh, doing the comparing for the local bands in the bandstand for Whiz Beach Rocks. I think they've got the Drifters as their headliner this year. Lovely. They had Bucks Fizz last year. Oh no, Shwaddy Waddy, I think it was. And um, they always have, yeah, they always have a decent band on the on the main stage. And um, have you heard of the Christian uh, Steels doing the? Have you heard the, doing the, the comparing of the main stage? So yeah, Wiz Beach Rocks <laughs> is also on. Uh, what have you got on? Well, I've got a news hot, just in. I've got a hot September now. So September's fast approaching, and I've got four gigs in September. Two of them are on the 15th. Tickets will be up probably by the time you hear this, if they're not, it'll be very closely afterwards. Bobby Davro. Bobby Davro. That's he- going to sell well. Headlining, I bloody hope so. Uh, <laughs> headlining with uh, Danny Postal and, uh, at both Southwold Art Centre and... Um, Ocean Room in Galston. I, I, they're going to love him. I've got the Ocean Room. They absolutely love Mick Miller. So it's a similar kind of ilk of yep. act. And uh, two weeks later, completely different uh, style of headliner. You've got Troy Hawk uh, headlining at Woodbridge and Southwold Art Centre. Um, the two acts I've got, I mean, it's basically a triple headline gig that because I've got Pat Monaghan and Terry Alderton on the same bill. That's awesome. <laughs> that could be the best lineup I've had, I've had so far. Very nice. Um, can you promise me something? No, that, that probably not. Because this is on the 15th and the 29th, that, that this bit where you talk about these gigs doesn't go on and on every week for the next six or eight weeks, as it is. Yeah? Can you can you, can you maybe make a condensed version? Can't promise you. Yeah. Because I know what's going to happen. You're going to then add acts to it, and then you're going to add that, and then we're going to be here for eight weeks. Yeah, but it's four in, four in one month. Yeah. Yeah. For eight weeks, we're going to be hearing about this. Are you it's challenging, going to get fucking boring, isn't it? Are you it? challenging me to come up with a... A better, new, way of better way of presenting. <laughs> presenting the same information over and over. <laughs> I, I accept the challenge. <laughs> yeah. I accept it. Yeah, because I reckon, yeah, eight weeks of this... I'm going to get bored of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm already shit at it. I mean, that's a lot of outlay, if I'm being honest. What? And, and the tickets for the Bobby Daffo on the 15th, haven't yet, as we speak, haven't yet gone on sale. Good luck. That brings us on to contrition. Well, contrition. There we go. Thank you, Jordan Peterson. Let's move on. Yes. We've got fuck all to say about this. You haven't got no apologies to make? Nothing. Zero. You're zero. not even going to apologise for these new denim shorts you're wearing this time. What is it with you having a dig at my bloody clothes? So what's what happened with these shorts then, Papa? You've you've actually rolled them up. You've got 
You've got turnips on your shorts this week. <laughs> Can we actually go in there? You actually. You've got turn. You've got denim shorts. This and this speaks. But, you, but you've then got turnips on them. You've turned them up at, you on really, one leg. You really was bullied, wasn't you? No, no. This, this is what happens if you bully a ginger. And you've got your little sporty sandals. Thirty on. years later, he'll end up on a podcast oh. trying to make himself look big by making somebody else look small. By uh, no. slagging off their clothes. It was ever since you started calling me ginger flaps. Now, let's. <laughs> I was absolutely fine until you started doing that. And now I thought, well, I can give as good as I get. Yeah, let's not... stop def- deflecting from these l- lovely denim shorts you're wearing. Got sexy legs, haven't I? Well, yeah, but what the bit I'm talking about is a little turn up. Who turns up their denim shorts? Yeah, you know what? I've been. What, what they you... weren't turned up at the beginning of this pod. I've been turning them up oh. subconsciously. Maybe sort of. Oh, showing me a little bit more. <laughs> flirting with oh, yeah. It's a bit hot in here, isn't it? I think that's what it is. It's getting hard in here. Yeah. Let's turn up our denim jean legs. Yeah. Nice. You've got a real issue with denim shorts, haven't you? Yep. What's your work? Why? Grown men in denim shorts. They wouldn't sell them if they weren't a thing. They're very nice. You're the one who got really defensive mm. about it. Why? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not defensive. I've just wondered why you decided to take that. Uh... It's probably because I've dressed up so smartly. I've got my... Uh... Smartly? Yeah. Well, that old thing. Oh, now you're just saying that this is a lovely thing I'm wearing here. I've really not, smart. I've noticed you've got a gold chain on. No, I haven't. You have? You've got a gold chain around your neck? No, I don't have a gold chain around my neck. What is it then? Silver. Oh, it's just discoloured. Yeah. No, it's a silver chain around my neck. And that is a dung beetle. It's not. Is that a St. Christopher? No. Let me have a look. It's an Egyptian dung beetle. Did you get that off your first boyfriend? No. No. When I was at, when I was at school, when I first took drama, the first role I played, I was oh. a dung beetle. Was he really? I was, yeah. Did he teach In give you that? Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis. There you go. See? <laughs> My high, my brow just went way off my head there, didn't it? So yeah. high. Franz Kafka. Quick, pull, pull down the brows. How many listeners did you think you alienated by saying Franz Kafka then? Well, alienation is absolutely the what it, Franz Kafka's all about. Oh, well, there you go. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I, I'm going to rush back and read some Franz Kafka. Do, do. I'll do that. An existential crisis awaits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Let's, let's. You don't know what to, where to go with that, do no, you? No, I think we should just end on that highbrow bit. <laughs> so, whilst we let our brows come down, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, boys and girls, he, him, them, they. Oh, yeah. Oh, be, be a Animal, Patreon. vegetable, mineral, yeah, we everything in between. We haven't tried with the Patreons this week. We, we, be, be, be a Patreon and a, a continual thank you for being a Patreon. Oh, we've got this one as well. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promoter mouths. There we go. So let's draw this one to a close, Pablo. Uh, that's been lovely, hasn't it? On a Wednesday, on a warm Wednesday. Enjoyed that one. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, please do join our Patreon team if you uh, get a chance. Yeah. Thank you, listeners, and especially the Patreons.
Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.